Thanks for the coffee, Emily. I really needed it. No problem. We gotta hurry because we're always late. Oh no, the light's turning red. No! Oh man, there's coffee everywhere. Where are the napkins? Don't worry about it. We can just go ahead and I'll schedule with Tuyu Auto. They'll come to where we're at and then they'll clean it while we're at the wedding. Okay, you drive, I'll schedule with Tuyu Auto. What's the website? Go to tuyuauto.com. Wait, what was it again? The number two, the letter U, auto.com. Perfect. producer extraordinaire of the century coming back to you guys with another episode of here's to you the podcast we're taking it out to the wild wild west today sitting to my left bringing in the ye we've got the famous rancher fanister McAllister. you said the famous ye <laughs> I We're said, bringing in the ye I said today you're, i said you're bringing in the ye what's I'm the bringing, ye yeah what is that ye to the y'all Ye haw. You're from Dodge. You're bringing the haw, Emily. <laughs> oh, oh. Emily's bringing the haw. Ah, I'm okay. bringing the ye. ye. Okay. And you're bringing the ha. <laughs> <laughs> so then I say ye. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let's do that again. <laughs> ye ha. <laughs> More <Exactly>. guys. <laughs> Don't mind us. Well, you guys, welcome back. We were as you, yes, yes. <laughs> welcome back, guys. Um, as you know, Dusty introduced us. I bet you guys missed his voice, his soothing, therapeutic voice. Yeah, the therapeutic voice. Therapeutic voice. It's people think people think he's hot. It's the sex voice. <laughs> it's the sex voice. Oh, <laughs> so like Is when so so when it's like so like when you are like on top of her and you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it is? <laughs> I thought we were not going on these topics right now. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you guys remember from last episode, Emily just recently got into a relationship. And yeah, so she's we, feeling it. We don't it. speak about that right now. She's, she's feeling it. <laughs> she's feeling the honeymoon vibes nice. for sure. Yeehaw, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, bringing the full yeehaw today. Yee. Our special guest. Yes. The one and only Jared Brown of Jared Brown in the Dirt Road Misfits. How you feeling today, Jared? I am feeling tired. Tired. I'm waking up. Waking up. Yeah. It's only Thursday. I know. It's been a long. It's about. It's the weekend. I've worked hard this week. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we worked hard up too. Yeah, we did too. Don't worry, we lie on here too. I always speak the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's the realist. I'm the <laughs> realist one here. She's the realist bitch on the block. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard Jenny from the block? It's Emily on the block. I, that's <laughs> what I heard. <laughs> well, Jared, thank you for coming to our podcast today. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Um, so how did Dusty tell you to come to our podcast again? <laughs> uh, I got a, a messenger <laughs> that said, does Thursday work? <laughs> Talk about professionality. Based, based on a conversation you know, from months ago. I, I was like, for what? I don't <laughs> Thursday. Oh, yeah, we had a conversation on it. I swear, what was he talking I about? I thought he was joking when he said he wanted me on the podcast. <laughs> you know, a uh, bit... 
us us busy folks and you understand as well you know we have complicated schedules and so i i expect others to have the same memories be and <laughs> nobody back thinks up, like you it's like oh yeah he did say that so yeah, yeah, it just took a, second. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it took a second yeah <laughs> i got it guys are so simple i love it <laughs> so thursday uh, yeah, that was yeah. this morning when he sent it. No, I <laughs> <laughs> imagine. <laughs> imagine you're like, what's today? <laughs> it's Thursday. Yeah. So today, a little more, a little more than that, a little more timing. Than that. <laughs> hey, if that was true, that means I got some pull. <laughs> that that is true. Yep. That's true. Yeah. That's Either true. that or I don't have a life. <laughs> <laughs> I know this guy. He calls like five days a week. <laughs> it's got time. <laughs> Well, I'm glad it worked out because we really wanted you on the podcast. We had been talking about you in our group chat. Mm. Um, and so we're excited to hear about um, just what you guys are doing with music. I'm going to be real honest. I don't listen to country music. I, I'm a big country fan. Mm. Yeah. So, so, at least, country fan. so at least you have someone that you're, you can try to convert right now. And you have someone who's already a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Because right now I'm kind of like. Almost I'm brought my boots in too. <laughs> oh yeah, we were supposed to wear that. Should have. I forgot oh, about yeah. that. Dusty did boots. tell us. He told us to wear our hats well, and boots. Today. Yeah, I asked if everybody had hats. Not that I have one. I lost mine a long time ago, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have one currently. Yeah. But I was like, well, they got some. You I don't wear. wear them very much. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I, don't I think I'm not a cowboy hat. I think guy. most of the times that I've seen you actually perform, like you weren't wearing. Yeah, one. and I wear chanclas a lot. So. Love that. Yeah. What's oh hot? Yeah. You prefer oh, more so in the hot. So yeah. so so you a summer boy, country boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Flip yeah, flop, I'm flip flop <laughs> song was so cold. You, you don't wear the tejanas then? No. 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 What Aerials. is that? Tejanas are the ones that are made out of fabric. Um, huh? There's fabric. The cowboy hats that are made out. Oh, of Oh, like the cowboy fabric. hats. I thought yeah. you were talking about the. No, 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 no. I can't even wear those in the winter time. Yeah, because it's too hot. I mean, I have a yeah. Yeah. That's I why I don't wear cowboy hats. Mm, I mean, even that hot. straw one is yeah. in that picture. I can't wear hats. Ugh, so yeah. hot. I can't. I have a big head, so it don't fit. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say anything, but I did notice that. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I, I'm living with it. I'm living yeah. with it. You can't say that around me. <laughs> <laughs> you can, I'm going to make you say the story again. <laughs> if you want me to, I will. <laughs> I mean, if you want to. Just at the end of the episode, at the end of this, <laughs> this episode, I will tell you why. Okay. I have a that's big head. That's good. You're going to love it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I just remembered. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I can't, I can't take her every time she says that. I'm like, <laughs> that image comes to mind. I can't take you seriously. Oh, when you say that. Anyways, Jared, <laughs> let's let's talk about you for a little bit. Are you born and raised in Wichita? No, I'm uh, born and partly raised in Oklahoma, southeastern Oklahoma. Oh. I moved to Wichita in like '88. Mm. Yeah. What part of Oklahoma are you from? Uh, I lived in a bunch of towns. Southeast, it's uh, like Poto. Oh, you know what's funny? Salisaw. I know where Poto's at. No way. Oh, yeah. I know how Oklahoma, Poto, Salisaw. How do you know how? So I have family lives in Howe, Oklahoma, well, and I, Poto. I, yeah, I might. So when you drive to Howe, 
the the Long Lake Resort, Long Lake Resort. That that was my grandpa's. All that. Oh really? That's cool. Cause it's like um, I remember because like when you pass Poto and then like you have that RV place right next to it. Yeah, and then 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 his driveway, my my grandpa's driveway is right at the top of that hill. Mm -hmm. Take a left, and he has. That's that's, crazy. Um, do you know? Cause like there's that a supply shop there too Mm -hmm. as well. You know. Oil field supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There. Man, see? I told you I know where it's at. I mean, that's, yeah. My grandpa's land starts at the next (laughs) intersection. That's crazy. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because my my goddad has a uh, chicken farm out there. Everybody has a chicken farm. (laughs) Everybody has a chicken farm. Those shit stinks. Oh, it's bad. Oh, my goodness. When those doors open, you're like, whoosh. What the hell is that? Horse and cow? Yes. And and horses, because horse shit, after a while, also stinks. Well, you if it's not clean. There's, uh, there's a bunch of chicken in this fa- in this little it's, house. It's, mm. uh, yeah, there's there 80,000 in one house. Yeah. In some. I mean, there are 30,000 or 80,000. There's like three and or four houses. Too, and it's not the shit. crap. It's no. the pee. I mean, it's the urine. It is. It's, oh. it's Everything. very high Pony. ammonia. Oh, oh. oh, yeah. It's Worse bad. than it's like cat pee? Yeah. Damn, really? Oh, yeah. okay. That's not bad. Okay, damn. I don't know. Can you ever we? shaken a have you ever shaken the hand of a chicken catcher? No. Oh man. What does but, that what tell well, us? Well so they actually means? they actually go they I don't know if they do it this way anymore, but there's guys that get out of the truck, they go in they have to catch the chickens and mm-hmm. load them up before yeah. they go process them. They put like one leg, they put five between each finger. Oh, and the, they're holding them like <laughs> this, oh. and then they go and they put them <laughs> in the cage. Yeah, and then they go catch more. Yeah. So they're you know they're they're carrying fifteen. Yeah. In each hand. Yeah. And then go and I mean their hands are just tore up. Dang. Yeah. It's Man. tough a tough job. <laughs> so. It is, it, and it's oh hot God. too. It's yeah. very very hot. And those houses, dude, they're long. They're like mm-hmm. oh yeah, super long. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know this. Not the size of this um, building either. Mm-hmm. It's like probably to, and in, not interest bank, but like, mm, like a little more of the other parking lot. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They're long. They're 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 as long. Is that as what we're looking at right now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you looked up chicken catcher hands. <laughs> you guys you should go. stop what you're doing right now and look up chicken catcher hands on Google so that you can see what we're talking about. It will about. not disappoint. No. <laughs> it would not. It yeah. would not. You'll find a drumstick on there too. Yeah, so you know they <laughs> pump those full of steroids to, so they grow fast. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, that's, that's kind of why, why we're all sick here. It's why we're all unhealthy because everything's pumped full of chemicals. But So I had a story about uh, when I, I used to do in-home sales mm-hmm. uh-huh. and this was in Kansas. And I went up to the house. I had an appointment. I went up to the house, and the biggest Rottweiler I've ever seen is mm-hmm. on a logging chain yeah. on, in the front yard. I mean, this dog's head was massive. His feet were massive. And I've seen big dogs, and I just walked up to it and pet it. The lady came running out the door saying, no, 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 don't go. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. They had him on a chain that big because he had broken everything smaller. Yeah. So I comment once I get inside about how huge this dog is. I've never seen a Rottweiler that big. I mean, it looked like it was busting out of its skin. Yeah. And she goes, well, we just moved here from western Arkansas, and we had a chicken farm. And mm-hmm. so when he was a puppy, you know, when they had chickens die, they would just give it to mm-hmm. them and eat it. They give the raw meat. Yeah. And so, this, so the steroids are, are pretty high level mm-hmm. when they're young, you know, when the chickens are young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this dog was basically 
bulked up. Eating the steroid. The yeah. e- eating steroid-ridden <laughs> chicken meat. And that oh, dog geez. is buff as yeah. fuck. Yeah, it was, yeah. Damn, what's it was, that say about our bodies, though? Yeah, well, it, it, it reduces <laughs> later on, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, I think the life of a chicken is like six weeks or something. They, oh. they give them so much. Yeah. It might be a little longer than that. But yeah. anyway, yeah, there, there's a lot of poultry farms. And Damn. Southeast Oklahoma. So, yeah, I moved That's from there. That's why we're sick all the yeah. time. Nice, nice. <laughs> did not work in a chicken. Oh, farm. you didn't work in a chicken You don't even have to blink to go to the next. But my grandpa did have, he owned the Chicken Hut, which was a restaurant. It was a Pizza Hut franchise, but oh, chicken. Cool. In Poto? In Poto, yeah. In Poto, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, I want to go to a Chicken Hut. Man, I wish they were still around. <laughs> I didn't have Kentucky Fried Chicken until I was probably 12, because... Chicken Hut had the best chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That I always true. thought it was my grandpa's restaurant and he started it and it was his idea. And then yeah. literally like six years ago I was, you know, they're all past now and Yeah. And I was uh talking to some family and found out that no, it was a franchise, it was a Pizza Hut franchise. Yeah. And they decided they wanted to start this chicken one. Yeah. Uh, so it looked just like the old Pizza Huts that had the red roofs, mm-hmm. yeah. but it had a yellow roof. What? Mm. And he, my grandpa was the first franchisee. Okay. So he had he had one. There was maybe I don't know, not very many, but yeah. Anyway, I, but I I never knew that until as an adult, you know, yeah. like an You're like older my life, adult. My whole life has been the <laughs> line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm over here telling all my friends my grandpa made this chicken hut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That's crazy. I cool didn't know stuff. that was a thing. So is are they not a thing anymore? Oh no no no. no. His was the first and the last one I believe. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it like. Congrats By last, I mean he. <laughs> they they all closed and he stayed in and. Oh, but yeah, gotcha, and he, gotcha. Yeah, it caught fire and. Oh shit. And then he decided, you know, he was about retirement, so he just he Let closed it, it. Yeah. Okay. You want to kept the building and rented it to a subway. You guys want to hear something funny about chicken? Mm-hmm. So my brother went to go get chicken for us, fried chicken, oh. to church chickens, but uh-huh. he went to the mm-hmm. wrong chicken place, and he's like, "Hey, I'm at the wrong church chicken." He's like. He like freaked out. He freaked out. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. I was like, well, just get it from there then, you know? Like, And he's like, well, I ordered like 20 piece chickens. And I was like, okay, well, just tell him that, you know, can we not, um, you know, if we could get a refund. And then the guy goes, no, I already dropped the chicken. And my brother goes, oh, okay. And then <laughs> he calls me and he said, they dropped the fucking chicken. They're going to serve us chicken from the floor. <laughs> 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 I, I was like, no, no, Jaden. I mean, they dropped it in the oil. oil. <laughs> in the fryer. He's like, oh. Well, this is disgusting. <laughs> he also, though, didn't trust it because they were playing. Uh, they were gambling. Oh, there's a gambling. Uh, oh, like, okay, you know, slot. Yeah. Those little computer ones, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. The legal ones. The yeah. legal ones. <laughs> and he's like, there's cigarettes on the floor. Some guy's playing fucking something on the casino <laughs> he's like this is horrible at the at the chicken spot yeah, yeah. The chicken. it's like a convenience store chicken spot oh. <laughs> they, i bet you they had a tanning bed too they did they probably did and that's why he was like why am i here he was like freaking out <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to go to church chicken church chicken's literally like two buildings down yeah oh, he said i saw funny. orange and i thought this was oh, church chicken no. <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah so between uh, Chicken Hut, Oklahoma, shaking the hands of chicken 
farmers. <laughs> yeah. What music did you grow up listening to? Be because you know we haven't really introduced the fact that you're an artist too. Yeah. Um, well, so my dad is a Southern Baptist preacher, oh. and um, my mom was the piano player. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I grew up in church, mm-hmm. listening to. Um, Southern Jesus. gospel music mm-hmm. that they loved. And they were like, well, it's just like country. No, it's not. But anyway, <laughs> and, and I didn't mind most of it, you know, but that's, yeah, I, I had a pretty strict upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, in Southeast Oklahoma, everybody listens to country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's still the largest genre. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't realize that. Like it, you're it in Wichita really. and it you're is. in Wichita and they, they say, oh, you can't, they, they barely book country bands anywhere in this town. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, when I said I wanted to start a country band, they're like, "Oh, you're never going to play in Old Town." I'm like, "That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to play in Old Town." Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting because it is the largest genre. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no bars want country music, mm-hmm. which is odd. Um, but yeah, so I I grew up listening to all kinds. I gravitated towards kind of hard rock when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, the big hair bands and. <laughs> you know, Metallica have, and Megadeth and Slayer, Anthrax, <laughs> you know, listen uh-huh. to some of that stuff. But then back to country. Um, mm-hmm. I actually did two Christian albums years ago. Oh, cool. And I toured with, or didn't tour with, but I played with a pretty well-known Christian artist. And Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but never did a bar band until I think we started seven about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. Yeah. yeah. Seven years ago. Yeah. So well into your adulthood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah in, well into my 40s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, not, ma- well, what made you not like... well then. I'm well now into my 40s. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But like what made you, you know, make that change later in life? So, um, <clears throat> you know, I was... When you have l- little kids, it's hard to you know, be out playing the weekends and, yeah. you know, late at night. Yeah. And I, I just, so I just never did it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they got, they got older and, um, I was at, uh, what's the, the little, little bar just South of, um, Kellogg rack em up, mm. um, about seven, eight years ago. And a buddy of mine, um, from, well, Dan Luce, he's a musician in town. He did a, an acoustic jam there and he huh. he was like hey come out you know so i'd gone out there a couple of times and i got up on stage and was you know playing some acoustic stuff and this older guy said hey can i join you as a bass player mm-hmm. and um and so he came up joined pulled me outside after we played and said hey do you have a band and i was like no and he goes you need a band hey he pulled a freddie mercury on you yeah he did, <laughs> yeah. He did. yeah so he, he he was playing in the david holland band at the time and um, um so bass players perry overstake mm-hmm. and uh, just a one of the best people in the world and and one of the best bass players i've ever played with mm-hmm. um and you know he's a kansas music hall of famer and you know just really really good guy and you know when he when he said he would play in a band with me i was like okay yeah and it took a little bit to you know figure things out and who you know who else do we have to play and i did volunteering um at oxford senior living for Mm -hmm. dementia and alzheimer patients Mm -hmm. in oxford kansas or oxford senior living it's a no here in wichita it's a, a chain okay um they they specialize in memory care mm-hmm. oh. and and so 
I was volunteering to go and just play music, which mm. is a really, it's really cool thing yeah. because, you know, these people can't remember family members names or mm -hmm. you know things but when you sing an old song like if you pulled out a old elvis song and started yeah. singing they just they like, just lighten up yeah i know? hear that like music for dementia patients <laughs> oh, yeah. or anyone with memory loss is yeah. really really helpful yeah absolutely yeah. so it was i love doing that and i the the lady that booked me to do that i was at the one in derby at the time and um uh, she pulled me aside one day and goes you need to meet my husband he's a electric guitar player yeah. <laughs> and it just happened to be like i don't know a few weeks after mm -hmm. i had met perry and uh yeah the rest is history that's so the cool. electric player uh had a, a a drummer from a band that had just broken up that he had subbed for mm -hmm. a few times and he was like well i think he's he's going to be looking and you know mm -hmm. so when we started we had a i don't know night he was 19 the mm -hmm. drummer i was 40 i think uh my my guitar player was in his 50s and my bass player was in his 60s yeah oh, so he we was had the young that's the so young awesome though <laughs> yeah. so we had yeah so we had four generations that's so cool which though. which honestly i think has been um what made what has made the now since the bass player or the drummer has uh, left and we have a different drummer now mm -hmm. um but I think that's what's made the band so cool is that yeah. we have we have experience and influences from mm -hmm. all different generations. A lot of mm -hmm. a lot yeah. of well, not a, not only generations but genres. Because oh yeah. Mm. So Perry is a you know country now and has been for the last several years, but he was he was mm -hmm. a rocker in the seventies, you know, mm -hmm. and so yeah, yeah. He had so some very big hair back in the day, huh? Yeah. Long hair, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big, long hair. So, so, yeah, we do, um, you know, when I started the band, I I wanted to, you know, one complaint I guess I have about cover bands is that if you go listen to a cover band, mm -hmm. um, and, and this isn't just Wichita, this is anywhere, mm -hmm. you can go listen to 10 cover bands and their set lists are going to overlap by 75%. Mm. It's like all the same songs, yeah, just yeah. a different band playing it. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to get into that. You know, yeah. I, I wanted to play what I like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I like isn't necessarily dance music. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I was told I wasn't going to get booked. And mm -hmm. I said, well, you know, we'll see. I'm doing it for fun. It's not, I'm not trying True. to make a living from it. So mm -hmm. I'm going right, to play yeah, what right. I want to play. And exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to be good. And if, if, if they don't want to book us, then they won't book us. But yeah. somebody will. Yeah. And Some so I, will. yeah, so I just learned and, and I've told bar owners that say, hey, you know, we, we want somebody to, you know, load up the dance floor. Well, the reason they want to load a dance floor up is because people drink more mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. stay around. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I'm pretty honest with them. I'm not going to load up a dance floor, mm -hmm. but people aren't going to leave. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, we don't, they might, but yeah. we don't usually have a problem with people leaving. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it's accomplishing the same thing you can mm -hmm. go and you can listen to a good variety of a lot of different music and you know that's what we do we yeah so so elaborate a little bit i mean you you honestly like you're leading this whole this whole interview on yeah i kind of <laughs> which is awesome no, i mean no, this no, is your we, episode yeah yeah we, we love when that happens <laughs> we I love mean, it i'm like over here like okay i'm like in awe like yeah, damn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um 
would you we were gonna ask about your set list um we were gonna ask like which country songs you choose to cover what are the factors you consider so like can you elaborate a little bit more on that yeah i mean i i tend to you know if i'm gonna sing along to a song in the car when mm -hmm. i'm driving down the road or in the shower or whatever yeah um it's a song that i like to listen to and that's one i want to play you know mm -hmm. i mean it's just it, that's the way it is um i we on our set list we have johnny cash we have waylon jennings we have willie nelson george jones we have brooks and dunn mm -hmm. george Strait, jelly roll i love george Strait. yeah um we have jelly roll stevie wonder prince mm -hmm. all of it um I mean, you, when you go hear us, you're going to hear mostly country, mm -hmm. but you're going to hear a lot of other stuff, too. Mm -hmm. you, you might hear some Guns N' Roses. You might hear um. Prince. You might hear, uh, who's the other one? Jelly Roll. Um, oh, Post Malone. Oh, what? That's cool. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> I mean, we, it's, it's a, the, the, probably the biggest compliment that I get the most frequent compliment that I get is they love the set list mm. because they, they go and they hear stuff that they didn't expect to hear. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, like they think, Oh, it's a country band. And you immediately know I've seen country bands before. And mm -hmm. so I know what songs are going to play because they all play 70, you know, they mm -hmm. cross over 75% of the set list. Yeah. And then oh, they hear us and yeah. it's, it's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you say a lot of, uh, so is it mostly you or is it the whole band that is contributing to the set list or how do you guys pick? Oh yeah, no, they, um, so the other cool thing about our band is that everyone sings. Mm. So, um, I, I'm the main singer and mm -hmm. I, you know, I probably sing 75, 80%. Mm -hmm. Um, but everyone takes a song or two or three mm -hmm. and does the lead on it. Um, so the drummer sings and, you know, they, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I, I like we're playing a gig uh, Saturday night, private party. And, you know, the guy, he likes rock, mm -hmm. but I'm his buddy. And so we're, we're playing for his party. Yeah. So we, we add some rock songs. I send out a text to the group and say, hey, any rock songs you guys want to sing? Yeah. They let me know. We throw it on. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's definitely a, it's a group, group mm -hmm. effort. Um, yeah. But if. You know, if I if I want to do a song, I mm -hmm. we do it. Yeah. yeah. And so you were saying again, like you were like, we may not fill up the dance floor, but people are not going to leave. And that goes back to the set lesson or like, tell us a little bit more about that, too. Well, I think like it's what uh, experience do you create for the crowd. I'm, I'm not a I, I wouldn't consider myself an entertainer, but we mm -hmm. um, it's a really good band. Like it's it's a really good group of people. It's a solid band. Um, I it's, just, there's yeah. a lot of, yeah. yeah, there's just, there's a lot of, um, you know, I kind of, I think about it as a, as a, a really good movie. So this is the, what I don't like about a lot of cover bands mm -hmm. is that they, they keep you at a high level all night. Mm -hmm. So the dance floors hop in, it's very electric. It's very upbeat. Mm -hmm. That's cool. But the best movies ever written you laughed, you cried, mm. you got scared, you, you, you experienced all mm. of those emotions. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And so I, I look at music the same, mm. the set list the same. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people tell me, well, you do too much slow stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, 
I mean, yeah. People don't leave. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> you trying know? to get yeah. You're trying <laughs> yeah, to get the yeah, whole vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that, and that's kind of how I that's how I approach it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I want the, a sad song, a, a happy song, a, mm. a party song. Yeah. You know, and and more than anything, I think that the most important thing is that we do songs that we personally enjoy and love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because if you don't and you can tell yeah, so you, you can, can tell, tell the bands you can tell the bands the singers uh, particularly from a singer yeah you can tell if they like don't love the song they're just mm-hmm. doing it because that's what people go to the dance floor for and mm-hmm. there's there's no emotion or feeling or anything in it yeah 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 and so i yeah if it makes me feel something when i hear it then you know like when son of a sinner J- jelly roll came out um, before it was on the radio i just heard it on iTunes or something and mm. um, I was like I was like man I, I think I had that thing on repeat for weeks <laughs> and then I, I don't know what why it took me so long to go ooh, I want to do that song yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, but for some reason I think just because it wasn't a typical you know like what we would play um, but yeah that's how I that's how I choose the music Nice. It, it really actually reminds me of a lot of my own DJing, actually. <coughs> Everything you've been saying, like, I don't I don't go out and play the old town clubs and stuff because that's not music I generally enjoy listening to all the time. And I enjoy playing what I want to play, and I'm not worried about getting booked because I get booked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have to try for it. It just comes to me, and they want me to come play what I want to play. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as far and and I can attest to having personally enjoyed some of your performances and stuff. Like, yeah, people don't leave because you're taking them kind of on that kind of roller coaster journey throughout mm-hmm. the night, and even on those like softer, more low energy songs, that's a chance for people to chit chat mm-hmm. and hang out. That's why they yeah. don't leave because mm-hmm. well, if yeah. you're trying to keep that energy up at a hundred all night, it's yeah everyone's gonna get tired like yeah. you can't have a conversation and sometimes yeah. like you, you just have a you always have a mix of a crowd yeah yeah, yeah like exactly. you have the crowd that wants to go and dance more like you also have you the crowd that always please anybody you oh know? no yeah yeah. 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 yeah yeah no like i've had bar owners i, I won't name out the bar we're not going to mm-hmm. do that today but i mean there, you there could if you there is one in town they said hey we want to try something different yeah you know, come out they're they're pretty known for um, jazz and blues and um, hip hop and, and mm-hmm. you know kind of not definitely not country mm-hmm. and and probably not even rock and roll or anything but mm-hmm. they were like we we're trying to uh, you know reach a, another crowd and mm-hmm. let's see if we can see if we can uh, do that and so I get out there I get done with my first set and the bar owner's like hey can you play something different mm-hmm. I'm like no. Mm-hmm. I'm a country man. I mean that that yeah, and you knew that. Yeah, you know, yeah, you knew, that. you knew that. And we brought in forty people that wouldn't have been here otherwise. That is true. Yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah. so they know sure. who you guys are. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean, it, it's it's a it can be um, it can be a a little hard to deal with sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, to kind of get through that barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I I just think if you play and you kind of stick to what you love Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong there's a few songs that we've done that i'm like i probably wouldn't have picked them but you know maybe the the band guys really love it Mm -hmm. um and you know i enjoy i don't play anything that i don't enjoy playing yeah Yeah. you know 
but there there's some songs that I probably wouldn't have gone ooh let's do that song mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know the lead guitar player Jan or mm-hmm. you know Todd or somebody was like hey we should do this okay great yeah so since like you guys are just basically you know country you pl- um, do country music and everything mm-hmm. how do you stay balanced and true to what like original was like original country music sound and how do you add your own like little taste on those cover songs yeah so i um particularly on the old country stuff mm-hmm. i i usually just tell them to not pay attention to the recording mm-hmm. <laughs> just play it like we want to update the sound yeah yeah you know and so and i did that at church i led a church band for 10 years and mm-hmm. so you know, pe- the thing that people don't realize that aren't aren't musicians have never been in a studio and all you've done is listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. You don't realize that there's eight guitar parts on this song mm. or there's a string section or there, yeah. you know, yeah. there's 80 instruments. So, you know, I've done albums and I've got yeah. I've got songs that have, you know, 20 instruments on it. Mm-hmm we can't duplicate that on stage with a mm-hmm. four right. or five piece band. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. so, and when you try, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. And so you, you hear, you'll hear it. You can always tell a cover band that's trying to mimic that sound, mimic the, the radio sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the sound, the song just doesn't sound right. Yeah. But then there's the other people are like, well, this is the way it was recorded or this is the guitar part. That's exactly how you have to play it. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, but there's four guitar parts mm. all playing at the same time. Which yep. one do you want to play? Yeah. So for me, it's better to go, you know, pretend like you're sitting down at a campfire and you just want to start playing a song, mm. you know, and, and play to your ability. Yeah. Yeah. You know, play, just make it your own. Yeah. And, and you know the the great thing I get the pleasure of playing with really really good musicians. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I'm the worst musician on the stage, <laughs> so it. I mean, it's it's a great thing, you mm-hmm. know. And I can throw out a song last minute. We mm-hmm. we hardly ever rehearse anymore. I text a song. I yeah. say listen to it. We're doing it in this key. Yeah. And then we we do it. Um, yeah. We might start it and stop it during a sound check mm-hmm. or something, you know, <laughs> just to make sure that we're, we know how to yeah, end yeah. It, yeah. start and end it. But yeah. So. I love that though. That sounds, uh, that sounds like you're surrounded by a lot of talented people. Very. That's, and yeah. then you guys like yeah. work each other very, like you basically know what's good for all of us. Yeah. You know, everybody knows how you work or what you like to listen, how you, what kind of music and let's call it note what they like and everything yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean there i think we complement each other really well and mm-hmm. and when you've played with them you know a group of guys for that long you you it, it just kind of comes together mm-hmm. like you, you almost like know what move they're gonna make or yeah. you know whatever um it's yeah it's it, it get it it gets tight quickly yeah i guess mm-hmm. you know it not when we do a new song it doesn't just come together like glue mm-hmm. the first time we do it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but it doesn't take long you know yeah yeah share some challenges that you have gone through too as well music wise um or are you talking just about music, music country oh yeah country. or i guess <laughs> girlfriend wise <laughs> no, although it sounds like she's kind of perfect oh she is <laughs> <laughs> just like challenges you face as a country music band well i mean i think the biggest challenges is people don't want to book it mm-hmm. you know like um it they there's a lot of country bands that i've heard 
that sound kind of hokey. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like yeah. honky tonk and I and mm. the, not yeehaw enough. Not yeah, yeah. So <laughs> and and I I have friends that play in honky tonk bands and that's mm-hmm. a, that's a particular sound and they uh, they you know, they have a audience for that. Mm-hmm. I I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like I mean I like some honky tonk, yeah. but um you know, the the red dirt country stuff that's coming out of Texas now is um it, it's almost it's like a real edgy honky tonk mm. music mm-hmm. and, so, it, and it's really so cool like it's like they updated this mm-hmm. they're using the same sounds and stuff but they added a, another layer of kind of updated sounds and it yeah, yeah i've i listened to one song i can't remember it but it it, it has like some honky tonk kind of um like theme or sound but they have updated the the b and like yeah how fast so for like your ignorant crowd like elaborate more on that what on honky red, tonk or, or the red dirt honky well tonk so <laughs> so you know the the honky tonk stuff is you know steel guitar and banjo and mm-hmm. you know it's Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's the, I think a lot of what's updated the sound is, is the vocalist because mm-hmm. they're not singing with a real deep Southern twang, mm-hmm. you know, um, they, I, so I think it just automatically kind of makes the song sound updated because they're not, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but it, it's really just a matter. I think it's the instrumentation, the style of playing, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they're, you're going to have like, I don't know, accordions and, you know, and juice harps and spoons. And, yeah. you know, I mean, then you start talking about like the bluegrass genre. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've tried listening to like the bluegrass genre, but I don't know if I could like really get into it sometimes. But there's yeah. some songs I do like, but I just don't know how I feel about it for a little I'm bit. I'm kind of that way, too. I'm yeah. not. A, I mean, I hear it like there's a lot of genres that are not just not for me. Like, yeah. Um, you know, like I love blues and I love mm-hmm. jazz, but mm-hmm. I love it for five songs. <laughs> you know, yeah. I can't yeah. go listen mm-hmm. for two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, you know, the, I can't remember the name of the group. But there was a, a cover group that came out that was a bluegrass group and they would take mm-hmm. like a Dave Matthews album mm-hmm. and redo it in all bluegrass. Yeah. That's why. And it was so cool. Yeah. Like it was so cool to, to listen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they, so they were kind of known for, okay, let's take. Who, whoever's hot right now in pop music it's like a rap mm-hmm. like try to make a country music but make out of a rap song yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's a whole nother genre now too mm-hmm. is there's yeah. the the country rap stuff yeah. so they mm-hmm. i don't know if they call it like california country uh, some mm-hmm. people call it that or like the the old outlaw country the mm-hmm. yeah um but you you've got people like jelly roll Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not, I don't I'm horrible with names, but there's a lot of of those out there now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moonshine Bandits they play at the Wave some, and they're mm-hmm. that was my first experience of going and hearing a live like country yeah. rap. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it I mean it was it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, so, yeah. Which actually that's how I got turned on to Jelly Roll because I was listening to Moonshine Bandits. Yeah, uh, on Spotify, and then I'm, I'm yeah. like, yeah, hmm. and then you start getting all these suggestions, and then I started listening to this. But yeah, a lot of the true country people mm-hmm. don't they don't like the country rap. They mm-hmm. don't like what they call the bro country, which is like your kind of pop country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and I'm I like it. I just like music. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I like every type of music. I mean, like, 
your screamo music. I know like I'm probably like three songs. You're so, don't lie. No, for me. real. I yeah. just only know three. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Did you say screamo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what she said. She <laughs> looked at me and said that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I would. Oh, they're just screaming. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. I, we I will go to like back to our hometown with her sometimes. She play her music. She's like, "Is this okay?" I was like, "I'm just gonna go sleep, but you <laughs> can play whatever <laughs> you want." <laughs> so it sounds like you can sleep to it. Oh, I was gonna say you can. It sleep sounds like you can sleep to it. I mean, I can sleep through a true life, a ch- a true was a true crime oh, the, podcast. The true crime pro- podcast. I'll go sleep to it. I know oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's nothing. They're just lulling you to sleep with <laughs> murder. Oh, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Well, they have your voice. You know, so yeah. like it sounds just like soothing. You and just want to sleep to it. And she went in and found Fanny on the floor. <laughs> 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 and then she karate chopped them. <laughs> from the floor? Yeah, from the floor. <laughs> it's a story. It doesn't have to be real. <laughs> I, listen, I, listen, I listen to the unsolved ones. So I'll be sleeping. I'm like, oh, they they still haven't found them. Okay, they're still <laughs> out here. They're still <laughs> out here. <laughs> it's all right. I have my alarm on. <laughs> yeah, if the show is called disappearances, that means they haven't been found. It's yeah, unsolved. yeah. Or you know, Un- unsolved mysteries. Unsolved oh, yeah. mysteries. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we should <laughs> pay attention to that before we start watching it, because <laughs> yeah, but you're like you're yeah. still waiting for yeah, it to find out what happened. You're like, like, oh yeah, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> So yeah, it's like, damn, true. you stick it like now we're like, never gonna know. Yeah. But so that's also <laughs> like when you get really reeled into the story. You know, like yeah, exactly. that you forget because, because you want to know what happens. Yeah. And yeah. And then you forget I'm never gonna know what happens. My f- yeah. my favorite podcast, uh true crime is serial killers. <laughs> I bet you uh. that. Like, yeah, you did. It was funny. That one's a good one because they also <laughs> like um We'll go into like the psychology. Yes, oh, yeah. the they're like we're yeah. not psychologists, but we done we did. Mas- massive research, and <laughs> we're like, show, yeah, she always like, says yeah. that. I love when she says that. She's I'm like, I'm not a psychologist, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Right. With that, I think uh, it's time for us to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the drinks. Yes. Sweet. Hey, I spilled coffee on my seat the other day. Oh man, and then cleaning out your car is a lot of work. Have you heard of TU Auto? No, I haven't. So TU Auto is the easiest way to keep your car clean. You can schedule an appointment online. It only takes less than two minutes. Go to tuauto.com right now on your phone. And they come to you as well? Yeah, they come to you wherever. So like if you need to do it at home, in your office, or you're at the parking lot buying stuff at the grocery store. I'm scheduling it now. Visit tuauto.com. Segment number two with our special guest, Jared Brown, today. 
Fanny and Emily here. We just had the drinks kind of made up. Emily, what'd you make for us today? Well, guys, I made a ready, ready. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're feeling it. <laughs> I made a red, dirty bastard. Now, why is a red? Wait, 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 wait. What'd you make again? A red, dirty bastard. Okay. RDB. <laughs> dirty, dirty Dan. <laughs> well, anyways, guys, so. As you know, I am. I got my degree from amateur bartender school. Yes, <laughs> amateur university. Amateur university. I'm sorry, yeah, I yeah. had a full ride there. It was. Really, she did. Was she great. really did. It she got a full great. ride. It yeah, she got, she got um, recruited passed, at one of the bars. I, they said that if you don't pass your classes, you won't make it. Oh yeah. I went. I passed with flying colors. <laughs> Because I took every shot. Uh-huh. I yeah. took every shot. Every shot that was presented. I every shot was presented. Took I took all the extra credit, everything. You mm-hmm. know, they were like, hey, we're going to mix this to tequila and whiskey. And I was like, I'll fucking take it. Yeah. <laughs> Opportunity, <laughs> obsession. I hope that everybody heard that. Emily really is a go-getter. Oh, I, I told yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. What would she, a full ride. What would oh. life have been like if you had not responded to that Craigslist? Man. <laughs> <laughs> For bartending school. You know, that Craigslist ass came up on an ad at Facebook Market. And I was like, this sounds really legit. (laughs) Like, I'm going to do it. I told my parents. I was like, you know, I'm Asian and I know you want me to be a doctor or a lawyer, but I'm going to fucking go to this amateur school. (laughs) Well, it also offered the doctorate program. Exactly. Yeah. And so I do. So she also knows how to treat people with alcohol. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) I'll just I'll just pour, you know, fucking, you know, vodka down that wound of yours if you need that <laughs> or a red dirty aka bastard. that wound is your heart so i'm gonna help you <laughs> you know what i've done that before did Put it work vodka on a wound yeah 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 then when they made it to the minor er or whatever they nurse was like yeah it's better than nothing i guess <laughs> <laughs> and that's how emily graduated <laughs> <laughs> that is That's the graduation Best story. Best 1995 you spent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is true. She that is true. Stage. Mm-hmm. It was a virtual uh, stage, but she did it. I was valedictorian, guys. She was. She gave a whole <laughs> speech. Mm, whole ass speech. Yeah. On Zoom. Took all. She took <laughs> yeah. all the shots. She did not. I she did didn't miss. She didn't miss. I was. I was. Uh, what's it called? I was, she was a goat. A, I was a 4.0 student, guys. She was the goat. Mm-hmm. She was the goat. But anyways, so to make this <laughs> ready dirt bass ready. <laughs> red, red, dirty bastard. <laughs> so, guys, you know, on our last episode, we had Moscow when with um, Adrian. Adrian. So I decided, like, maybe I should do Moscow again. <laughs> she gave it her another shot. I gave it another shot, you know, because you know, I am that go getter. Anyway, so so what you do is you have some, you have your Moscow, and then you have any type of tequila. So they, it's preferred to have a uh, rest. Dado? Reposado. Yeah, something like that. Despacito. Yes. <laughs> De- Despacito. <laughs> yeah. um, so okay, you Dorito. Put, you put at least like 1.5 ounces of mascal, and then you put half an ounce of um, your tequila. Then you have, as your old fashions, you always have bitters. So, you know, I decided to do a little little spicy kind of thing you know so we got two bitters here we have an orange bitter and well why you say this word again i, I think remember. it was our aromatic a- aromatic bitters yes so you put two dashes of each bitters then you put at least just like a tablespoon of your agave syrup stir it together over ice once you stir it you pour over your 
bigger eyes <laughs> <laughs> your rounder eyes my rounder eyes and then make sure don't you get a shape in there yes don't forget your orange peel as well guys because you know fruit you got to balance life you know you got yeah, tequila yeah. and you got your fruit so you have to balance it yeah so you just rim uh put your orange peel on the rim <laughs> then you just squeeze it because there's technically juice and the orange peel <laughs> or whatever it is <laughs> you know when you watch a video of it you see all this mist and you're like and you do it and you're like what the fuck is the mist at <laughs> well, it's no different than when you flush a toilet yeah. same thing happens you, just don't yeah. see it. you don't see it you really don't see it i have literally told everyone about that i'm like that's why we close the lid to the toilet when <laughs> yeah. we flush uh-huh. i tell yeah. the, i show them a video i'm like this is why you that don't do that yeah exactly. no but guys are just in there taking their drink with them yes. <laughs> oh and they leave it on top of the fucking on on top of it yep they're like no it's just fine it's far it's far from uh, from my drink well they got some more taste buds in there that is true but you guys i made this drink special for our guests you know i always make a special guest <laughs> i always make a special drink for our guests and uh, jared this is basically for you because it's a red dirty bastard <laughs> <laughs> emily you are the Haw to my ye. <laughs> that is correct. Yeehaw. <laughs> okay, enough about me, guys. <laughs> I love talking about myself, but today, you know, let's talk about somebody else. <laughs> so, Jared, why did we go with whiskey or tequila? What what happened there? Why what why is this your drink of choice? I I just like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I drink bourbon or tequila usually and so i love the fact that she went mm-hmm. with a old-fashioned tequila based mm-hmm. yeah so awesome so what'd you yep. think of the drink so everybody very very me. good yeah very very good yes i heard there's a like a ramen place that needs a good bartender yeah. Oh. Look, I already, I already worked three jobs. I worked three jobs already. I don't think I could, like, you know, <laughs> I don't think I have patience for that. <laughs> like, we want something this. I was like, well, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm making this. I'm making this and you drink it, okay? It's like, your personality, you need this shot so you can shut the fuck up. I'll be like, there's a tree outside. Go touch that tree leave whatever your attitude's at and come back and you yeah. can pick it up after you leave <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so let's talk about you real quick um what's your plans for the future oh i don't i don't plan yeah you just <laughs> no. <fuck laughs> yeah it. i don't, I don't plan things yeah mm-hmm. i feel I mean, like no go ahead no go ahead you go ahead no i just um i kind of do I kind of just roll with it and um you know we've been playing a lot more mm-hmm. um I think we had eight or nine gigs in June Dang. and you know this is just a side gig for everybody mm-hmm. um, do you have a full-time job I do uh well no no I mean I so I I, I'm either. in I've been in agriculture and tech tech for several years mm-hmm. and I, I kind of hop around startups. Yeah. Um, so I've been with 10 different ag tech startups. Nice. And um, I, I was working for a company out of Croatia that was a farm management software company. And uh, they unexpectedly let the U.S. team go about 10 months ago. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've been working as an advisor mm. um, for two different startups and haven't had a paycheck in 10 months. So, yeah, just getting stock. Yeah. Oh hmm. shit, that's awesome. Hey, I though. heard that's the best way to go. But yeah. it could be if it, it ever comes be. to anything. I could <laughs> yeah. I could I could make a million dollars or 
$10 million or uh-huh. I could make nothing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a director and he, all he did was talk about stocks and he, how much he, he buy. He's like, he wakes up at five o'clock in the morning or I think at mm-hmm. like four o'clock in the morning. He just reads everything and sees everything. He's like, I, b- I just bought this today. I just bought this stock <laughs> today. And I'm like, what time you wake up? He's like, I'm like up like at three o'clock in the morning. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, rich don't sleep. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> I mean, all the all the very wealthy people is like, you have to figure out how to make money when you're sleeping. Yeah, really. yeah exactly. And yeah, so that's that's they a good rule of thumb. I haven't figured it out yet, but I mean, um, it is time to get a job. I've been looking, but it's time to start collecting a paycheck. But yeah. that, the, the, hey, the music's paid. You know, it's it, you, know, you do keeps what me you going love. And yeah. and um, and I, you know, I flip houses on the side too, and. So oh. I, I have three jobs too, Emily. So yeah, just shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want none. <laughs> we, all got, we all got our hands in different cookie jars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, yeah. I want none. <laughs> I want to live that yep. <laughs> bum-ass life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, do you have any projects coming up soon should, that we be aware of? Well, so, no, not really. But mm-hmm. um, we are. Um, so my bass player, Perry, mm-hmm. he wants to play Red Rock. Oh, Red Rock Canyon, Red Rocks and not uh, the restaurant. On Rock Road, <laughs> <laughs> Amphitheater. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that'd be good. So we so, you know, I've never really considered doing music full time. Um, I had the opportunity in my younger years and I I, I didn't. I should have. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but a few weeks ago, his lifelong friend was like, hey, Perry wants to play Red Rock. I'm like, you know, Perry's 70, and he's he's a badass bass yeah. player, mm-hmm. you know, just a cool dude and um, just a great human being. And I got to thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I, I mean, there's plenty of people that have played Red Rock that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. nobody knew three years ago. Oh, that is yeah. true, yeah. So I sent a text out to the band. I said, hey, you know, Perry wants to play Red Rock. Only one problem, we have to write because we're not going to go – be a cover band playing at Red Rock, and we—I right, right, have right. originals. I mean, I have you know right. you a said handful. You put out two, two albums well, I, I put out two Christian albums. I have maybe a, a half of an album mm-hmm. for country, um, but it was all recorded before the band was formed, mm. Mm. Um, and so I really haven't written um, in a while. So, so, yeah. so the plan is is that we're meeting every other Tuesday night. We're do, we're writing, yeah, and Perry wants to play Red Rock, so we're gonna figure it out. That's so I, I want to awesome. play. I, I want to play Red Rock. It's a great venue. Um, it's probably the place that every artist dreams of. You know, dreams yeah. of playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, will it happen? I don't know. But I. I mean, I. I. I know one thing. I know that we are good enough mm-hmm. to play Red Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but whether it happens or not, we'll see. But I. I think it will, and yeah. I think he deserves that. That's it, it kind of was like my challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I can I don't I'm going to be fine regardless whether I play there or not. But mm-hmm. for him, I mean, he's he's kind of the reason this thing started. So that is so awesome. Yeah, so I, maybe I'm going to do like a GoFundMe campaign or I don't know. I hey, we'll share I'm, the crap out of you. I'm not doing a GoFundMe <laughs> campaign. That was a joke. I don't, oh, okay. I don't do that. Well, then you could share this episode. Yes, we'll share the people. episode. But we do need, yeah, we need to somehow get to Red Rock. So if there's anybody we can open up for, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So 
That's freaking. So tell us a little bit about the writing process and like you guys are not original writers, but you have created some original songs. Oh yeah, I've got. So tell us about how thirty or forty maybe. Okay, yeah. So like maybe is there a difference between when you start writing just solo? by yourself and then now that you're adding the rest of the group members. I mean I've written for other I've written with friends before but usually I have about 75% of the song done and Mm -hmm. it's like oh I need I need a tweak or whatever and we get together and and finish it up Um, so I don't know like we we had a we have our first one in two weeks Mm -hmm. so I, I don't know what's going to go like hmm. it's I, I do know that when life is miserable you write better oh yeah so I told we, Hazel we we've got to break up soon <laughs> so, <laughs> so I haven't I haven't yep. written a song since we started dating <laughs> yeah. it was like really cool heartbreak so we, really helps yeah yeah so <laughs> we, does. But, well Someone heartbreak heart or now. new like I I wrote um I think two or three great songs songs, yeah for hazel yeah (laughs) and then and you can you know you can look them up i mean there's a a couple of good ones Mm -hmm. um and but there uh, there's something about writing like you have to be in a strange place i don't know if it's a strange place but it's definitely like if things are really bad and you're just down and that's i mean that's that's really that's a great country song you know just lost my dog my wife and my (laughs) truck and or you can make a john wick movie (laughs) out of that too right Right? (laughs) but uh yeah so i i I mean it's been it's been tough it's also a discipline though yeah and and my my thing is is that i've every song for the most part that i've written and i and i've probably written 50 or so i'm not Mm -hmm. not a ton but um they've all they've all start to finish taking me 10 minutes Mm -hmm. like it comes to me and i just yeah Yeah, Yeah, 10 minutes like i'm i'm you know 10 15 minutes i mean i might refine it from the music standpoint Mm -hmm. but i i write with a guitar in my hand so i i'm i'm doing the music and the lyrics all together mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and i write it and it's usually a very short process mm. um and Maybe so I switch to music instead of painting it takes yeah. you forever to finish <laughs> a painting <laughs> yeah shit, I mean, it takes you 10 minutes to do that well but there's some people that there's some people that's not their process yeah, like yeah. there's people that have mm-hmm. boxes of you know papers mm-hmm. that they've got a partial mm, yeah and i all. actually have notes in here Mm-hmm. that that I write in my phone mm-hmm. that you know it's a song idea but but what I've learned is if I haven't finished that song in 15 minutes it's never getting written mm. it's done do you mm. let it go yeah I let yeah. it go yeah. I mean I have lyrics awesome. in there thinking maybe I'll you know I I go you and I read it. them and it might spark an idea yeah and then and maybe I'll finish it but like the the lyrics they don't have a melody they don't have anything they're just yeah. words yeah and but yeah, I, I kind of give up if mm-hmm. it's not done. How do you figure out the melody with the lyrics? I I mean I don't like know. It just yeah, comes. I just have a guitar in my hand and yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tinkering, tinkering around, just playing around, seeing what sounds yeah. good. It's kind of because I kind of do the same thing when I make my beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just play yeah. around, pushing buttons, seeing what sounds good, <laughs> and then you yeah. build off of that. Hmm. And however that kind of inspires you, kind of go from there. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's pretty much the same way. And like, like based on what the song's about, or like the mood I'm in when I'm writing it, it's mm-hmm. like that kind of dictates. Okay, what's the rhythm going to be like, or yeah. what's the or like how like how the lyrics yeah. going to be high pitch or low pitch yeah. or anything like that. You yeah, 
And it, I it, mean, it's, it's just, it amazed me how like these like you as an artist like you guys make these um, and Dusty as well. You guys make these music and it's like how do you guys put it together? Because like me, I can't. I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. But I mean, you guys have a talent. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess it is. I, I just, um, it's, it's funny because I think that if I put more planning into it, sometimes I've thought about this. Like, okay, mm-hmm. if I plan and I force myself to go down in the basement and start writing, mm-hmm. like, I can't. Sometimes I worry that's not going to be good. Like right. I, I feel like it's something that should just come to me. Mm-hmm. But then I think about all the great songwriters and I've, mm-hmm. I've known some really good songwriters that, you know, it's, it's work. Yeah. Like yeah. they go, they plan, they sit down. It's a discipline. They, mm-hmm. you know, they write daily. Yeah. Um, and so maybe that's the way you should do it. That's never the way I've done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but and and I think the other thing is is that I usually as I'm writing I've got the the melody I've got the guitar part because I'm you know like I said I have a guitar in my hand I have a notepad whatever sometimes I just use an audio file and I mm. just start singing ideas with mm-hmm. my guitar into the phone and then I write everything down but one of the problems I think I have is that I when I do that I've already decided what I want that song to sound like in the studio, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I have like, okay, this will be, you know, I'm thinking all it's all happening at the same time in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that that's the best way to do it. But I mean, it's your way, right? So like, uh, it's funny that you're saying that like you, it's funny how like you'll be doing it as an outlet at first. And so you're doing Mm -hmm. it your way and then you become I don't want to say serious about it because at that point you're still serious about it because it's still an outlet Mm -hmm. for you. And then you start to read up more on it. You start to discover the greats or meet people who are great. And um, you read about how they've created it in a discipline. And then you think, well, I'm not doing that. Should I be doing that? And then you try that and it's not working for you. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, now I'm unhappy too. (laughs) And then you're like, what should I do? It's so I say that, or I relate to that in terms of like I, I paint and stuff. So a lot of that comes to that fruition too of like, you're just trying to figure out what is that right balance for you? Right. What does that mean for you and your stage in life too? And based on whatever other crazy stuff you got going on in your day to day right? and what just comes naturally, right? Because at the end of the day, you want to create something that's good. Yeah. That well, you can be I proud think of. That, I think it's just like anything else. Like there's, I don't know that there is a right or a wrong way when mm-hmm. it comes to art, but it, you can, ex, you can take that beyond art. Like I, I golf a lot too. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fairly new golfer just over the last you know few years, um, trying to learn the game. And, you know, it's funny you go out and you're on the golf course and a good golfer is going, Oh, you need to do, you need to change this or you need to put, your stance here or do this that and I but then I watch all these really good golfers that I play with and they all set up on the ball slightly different yeah they have their way yeah and then you've got like the number one golfer in the world right now Scotty Scheffler who you know he gets up on the tee box and when he drives he swings the club his back foot literally lifts off the ground and spins around completely 
yeah. should not ever happen in the game of golf. And people that saw him hit early on were like, oh, there's no way this guy's going to be a pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just but look at him now. But look at him now. He does it his way. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. So I think it's, you know, I think in everything in life, there's certain, it, there, I think there's kind of rules, mm-hmm. you know, that you should follow. Um, but those are like, you know, love people, treat people the way you, know, mm-hmm. you want to be treated. There's mm-hmm. these kind of golden rules. Right. Like Outside of that, I think whatever. like I don't think there's like a rule of success for oh, no songwriting way. or for painting or, or for golfing or too. like I think it's just a discipline. Like yep. yeah. you got to mm-hmm. be disciplined in how you do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in art, you know, I think a lot of artists are lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, mu- music and you know, depend whatever medium you're you're using. It's you mm-hmm. know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of laziness in it still, mm-hmm. um, but it it works. Yeah. Good lazy. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to figure out where to go from that. That was that was good though. <laughs> like I mean, we can talk yeah. about politics or religion. Oh shit! Yeah, you <laughs> want to? So so who'd you vote for? Oh, okay. no, I'm <laughs> kidding. I don't want to know that. Please don't. It's been a great conversation. So no, okay. it it doesn't matter. I mean, like if I told you, you would kick me out and it'd be all fine. <laughs> no, so okay. that's the thing about that's the thing that sucks about where we're at today in our yeah. world is that um, I you know it's hard to find that middle ground or well it it, it shouldn't even matter mm-hmm. you know like I like. I I like the days when everybody had a different opinion and it was fine and mm-hmm. you just kind of go on about your days. But, you know, we we live in a society today now where, you know, you've got all this social media that's influencing decisions yeah. and, and everything. And you're canceled or, yeah. You're canceled and mm-hmm. you're this and you're that. And it's like, I don't, like, I'm I'm a very conservative guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I absolutely love what Trump did. I didn't love him as a president necessarily because I didn't think he was very presidential mm-hmm. but like I I love the ideas but then you start talking about all these things like war you know there's all these anti-war mm-hmm. there's a consequence to every decision you make yeah mm-hmm. you know and like like no nobody loves war mm-hmm. nobody oh, yeah. loves fighting but there is there is value in having a strong military there's value in having strength and being able to show that strength that doesn't mean we're going to go up and start blowing up everybody mm-hmm. it just means that in order to to be secure as a society you have to have that show of strength that's Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. you know um and so it's things like that i you know it's yeah i uh, yeah so i um i remember i sent this in the group chat um there's this organization called story corps and it's where you get paired with like you you write down your your beliefs and your political beliefs as well and you get paired with somebody who is opposite of your beliefs, and then you have an hour-long conversation with them. Oh, that's awesome. It was really cool. So I did it, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you couldn't talk about politics. You couldn't talk about your beliefs. And then I was like, do I know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, do I know that people are people? Do I know that they have their own experiences and that's what shaped them? Yes, I do know that. Like, I get that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I want to talk about it. I thought I was going to have like a really good conversation with somebody on an opposing side from what I believed in or what I stood by. And we could just like have a really good conversation about that. Did I ever believe that we were going to like change each other's mind? No, like it was just going to be a good informative talk right because like there's so much still yeah there's still so Mm -hmm. much to learn from from obviously like i hate to say it that way but like the other side quote unquote um 
but there again because like you're looking at it from two different perspectives and yeah i mean like we didn't get a chance to talk about it that wasn't really part of what you could do and then it was like that's annoying but it was kind of cool though because he was also a podcaster and then i was like Mm. what we do a podcast too (laughs) but we drink on ours and then it was funny because you could tell the difference of how we were right like Mm -hmm. because we were like his was more of a podcast around um similar kind of to our deal but his they did make it a point to not make it explicit content so that anybody could listen to and then we're just more like we're free form in this in the sense of like we want people to be people show up as people and not feel like they have to uh exactly be you know polished up you know Mm -hmm. um because that that was our thing at least like that was one of our main things (laughs) that we just wanted to make sure that we were showing up intentionally and how someone wanted to like freely and fluidly be able to show up right yeah well, I just you just just be yourself, and we yeah. and we accept for who you are or what whatever you do. Like, we cuss a lot. We, we cuss a lot. lot. We <laughs> we're we're we are all not perfect. Well, well you I know? mean, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, there there. I mean, how boring would this place be if everybody was the same and thought oh, yeah. the same and expecting? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. look at like I I blame for where we are in society. I blame the microwave. The microwave. Yeah, no. <laughs> Tell us more. Well, because. <laughs> You know, you know. I want to know this. Yeah, tell us why we should be revolting against this thing. Well, the the (laughs) microwave, if you think about it, it changed. It it made us impatient. So you Mm. used to grow up as a kid and you spent time, you watched your mom or your dad. In my case, my dad cooked a lot. My mom cooked a lot too, Mm -hmm. but... Mm you know, you watch them prepare dinner and, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was a family time and you sit down and you have dinner. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's like anything you have to work hard towards that mm-hmm. takes time, you appreciate more. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so the microwave came along and all of a sudden people weren't sitting down at dinner time mm-hmm. with their families anymore, you know, and they, they became impatient. Like everything mm-hmm. needs to happen now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, like you guys don't remember this, but the dial up internet, you know, like, Oh, I, I was around for dial. Oh, I was, come on now. I was, no, I was, I was, I was around that ass. Okay. Well, <laughs> they were like four. Oh yeah. I was not <laughs> well, see, I wasn't allowed on but the internet also, when I was I mean, four because like, we did didn't it, have did it. Did it come out before I was born? Yes. But also you're forgetting that I'm an immigrant family, so we couldn't afford <laughs> it until a certain age. Yeah. That comes into play. But I think it, I think it does. I think it changes. And that, that's the thing. Like, I, I think where we, we have become in a society, we think we have such absolute truths Mm -hmm. in our brain. Like we think everything's just got to be a certain way. Like, like me, like if somebody came up to you and goes, Oh, it's pride month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't like that month. It, that doesn't, that it's not for any other reason than I don't, it doesn't matter. Like it, like if you're truly, love people like why do we need like oh, like the valentine's day stuff no Is like that similar or no like, like any of it like i don't like i think i don't like filling out a job application and ask me what race i am mm-hmm. or like why mm-hmm. like yeah. does it matter like if you're truly not racist <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like like but we're doing all these things to like stop all these political problems and you know racism mm-hmm. and and uh, you know uh acceptance and equity and all of this stuff but why yeah like if you if you really like if you if you're really not a racist company then Mm -hmm. hey just ask me qualifications on my job like what why Mm -hmm. why does it matter does anybody really care like Mm -hmm. what color somebody is 
Does anybody care what your sexual or- orientation is? I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't need a month celebrating my heterosexuality and I don't need a month celebrating anybody's opposite of that or whatever. I don't care. Like yeah. I like people and whatever you choose to do, that's fine. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to treat mm-hmm. you any differently regardless. Mm-hmm. I I, and it, everybody for, has a lifestyle. Yeah. Like there's a yeah, lifestyle yeah. anywhere that I wouldn't choose. Like mm-hmm. there's, that's yeah. all over the place. We all have things like, Oh, I don't like Coca-Cola or I don't like my, old fashions made with tequila okay fine Mm -hmm. who cares yeah yeah you know Mm -hmm. like i mean i do agree with that but to add (laughs) yeah if i could um i think it it, or like the reasoning for um making a safe a safer place i guess right a lot of that comes to it because people who identify as a different way or who were born a different way too um are typically targeted for whatever reason, I, yeah. and um, I think a lot of that comes to making it become more normalized. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if there becomes a day where maybe Pride Month doesn't exist because it has now become so normalized that people finally become more accepting. Yeah, uh, like as an example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then, I do agree. Like I always have felt like a really weird way when it came down to like what race am I or whatever, but now that I'm on the other side of it in terms of like, I've gotten the opportunity to be able to interview people for where I work, you know, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I've now seen the impact of not being intentional about diversifying your, um, your, your group of of employees. To your point, everybody has a different idea, different ideals, different beliefs, whatever. And the best organizations, the best societies, the best places thrive when everyone is able to be free and everyone is able to create their value. Yeah. And when you are not intentional about creating that space to diversify, you unintentionally become and easily just because we're human and we crave connection and we crave that that sense of connection with people that that is ingrained in our DNA. That is the only way that human, our species survives is that we are making those connections. We tend to look for agreeable people or people who agree with your beliefs. You don't tend to look for people who don't agree with you. Yeah. And those are the ways that you, but that's, that's normal though. Like that, Mm -hmm. like in our attempt to desegregate Mm -hmm. in the fifties and sixties, like we spent all this time like mm-hmm. f- trying to force this and then what happens like you segregate you you gravitate towards the people that you're comfortable with that yeah. you like anyway so yeah. like now like how so yeah we might all go to school together mm-hmm. but is our is our country better today like Mm -hmm. it is more divided today than it's ever been. Yeah. And And like we, because and the reason is, is because we're trying to force it through law and through regulation and through all of this, rather than just saying, Hey, why don't we just teach our kids to be decent human beings? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like just be a good person. Like, Hey, they look different than you. They're, they're not, they, they look different and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like it's fine. Love. Like, and that's, you see all these studies, they, they bring kids out, like, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, a black sure. kid, got a white kid, got a, you know, all the different color kids. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody, the kids don't even notice the difference until an adult shows them and tells them 
about well, the there difference. have also been studies on the other end where they do notice a difference in terms Especially of like the ones that were in yeah. raised in a family that yeah, yeah or they're like who is the prettier child go ahead you can still speak because yeah. dusty can well, make it louder i came from a country <laughs> that um had, i had never seen an african-american mm-hmm. so um for 12 years of my life i had never seen anything but anybody that looked like me mm-hmm. and so when i arrived here and I saw all the different cultures and people, I was amazed. I was like, wow, you know, so. Like we're um, all the same. Yeah, but yeah. it was just but like, we're also I or not, or not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it, it becomes when you embrace the fact that we are not the same in embracing that, right? Because yeah. that's, that's, that's when yeah. you that's really appreciate problem. people mm-hmm. for people. Like, I don't, we yeah. don't need to be the same. There, yeah. Like, this yeah. whole equality yeah. thing and equity thing, I don't like, I don't like that. Like, mm-hmm. why, if, so we're right back to that. If we were all the same, how boring would it be? And, mm-hmm. but yet we've got governments trying to push it. Let's yeah. make everybody the same. No, like it, we, we have to, we have to come about this naturally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you try to force it, it's just going to cause even more division. Now, I, th- I think you should prosecute when it's the opposite. You know, so when, when, you're, when you have someone in society who is disparaging against someone because they're different, mm-hmm. that should be prosecuted. It should not, I mean, mm-hmm. and prosecuting might be a, a yeah, too like big of a word. You're trying to say like yeah, a bad mean, thing. Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. There should be, I mean, there's a, like, we don't we don't want to allow that kind of behavior mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but we don't need to like try to f- you can't force yeah you can't force good behavior yeah. just right. teach kids teach start young like be just be good people so how and do you do it for older people like you i don't. always struggle on that though you know like that's the thing you can't change people that's the, yeah. the, and that's the whole problem with how we're trying to run society now is mm-hmm. we're we're concentrating on on setting laws to change other people's behavior. Mm -hmm. And if you like, if you think like of psychology, if you draw a line down the middle of a page, you're on one side and everybody else is on the other. Mm -hmm. The only thing that you can control and have any influence on is the thing that's on your side of that line. Yeah. That's you like, and so anytime you're doing anything in life that crosses that line and goes to the other side, Mm -hmm. you're, you're doing something that, you're never going to succeed at you because you can't change the behavior of somebody else. I'm not responsible for your happiness. I'm not responsible for your bad mood. I'm not responsible for anything. Like I can be the biggest jerk on the planet that, that should, that you get to choose whether that affects you or not, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like, right, it's, right. Exactly. so, yeah. and, but our government's like trying to control everything. Here's a great example of it. And I'm, I'm going like way off on a tangent right now. <laughs> hey, this is hey. great. I like it. We're, no, we're going to, we're going to be adding this as a bonus. <laughs> yes. So, so the, so the, the great, the funny thing is, is we, I went to El Salvador with Hazel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where she's from. And um, I think our first time was almost seven years ago. Yeah. Like, so that was my first time going there. Mm-hmm. And there was something, I didn't notice it right away, but San Salvador is a pretty big city. I think four or five million, 
maybe six million. I think the whole country is six and a half million mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. Seven now. Yeah. 7. Yeah. And, and so it's a big city. Yeah. Yeah. And then the roads are narrow. I drive an F-150 Ford truck. You can't, <laughs> I mean, you can drive yeah. it down there, but your, your mirror's knocked off, you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. like oh, you're, you're <laughs> breaking cars. Right. You're killing but, people. Oh yeah. Like the, your, the roads your tires are, are getting scratched. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. The rims are done. The rims are done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, so, so I was there six years, six, seven years ago we went mm-hmm. and, and we were there for, I think 13, 12 or 13, 14 days, almost two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, um, I didn't realize it until we were driving to the airport to leave. Mm-hmm. It was at four in the morning. Like her, told you. her dad was driving. <laughs> no, we, we, and we, there was a car wrecked mm-hmm. and it was the first wreck we'd seen. And I, we were, she was like, that was the first wreck we've seen. Yeah. And I was like, I that you. is weird. Like, like no one wrecks? N- no one wrecks. Yeah. You don't see car wrecks. Like you can't yeah. drive across Wichita You can't drive in Wichita for 10 minutes without seeing a fender bender or a wreck. And she laughs at it. Like Hazel laughed all the time, constantly. Uh So, so I developed this theory (laughs) that they don't wreck there because they don't try to overprotect people. They don't have, they don't overprotect you. If you cross the street and you get hit by a car, that is your fault. It's not the car's fault. The street is the car's property. That's their place to drive. Mm. They're so, not distracted. No. They, no, like, he's saying like, no, no, uh, and so that's like, exactly what I'm saying. They're oh. they're they they know. So here in the US, like what, everybody like somebody else's right away. We have it the other way. It's always yeah. somebody else's fault. Yeah. 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 It's always it. yeah. somebody else's fault in yeah. the US. Down there, if 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 you go and you walk across the street, you cross and you don't pay attention, you get hit. They're just going to drag your body off to the side. Sorry, that's your fault. Yeah, because like, nobody's they, getting sued for it. You're not going to go to jail for it <laughs> because you chose to cross the road and get and you didn't pay attention. That's mm-hmm. your fault. That, In the that US, is, but then you talk about not respecting human lives no 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 like that's, that's not what, that's, so the dragging a body off side of that's not that was <laughs> that is kind of true that was that was, that was, okay. that in, was a joke in um in in my country in laos it's the same way too because like there there's like people in like you know what's it called like mopeds yeah and they mm-hmm. y- and mopeds and bigger cars and everything and they're sharing that road yeah you they're not distracted because they can't afford a phone they can't afford like all this stuff, you know what I no. mean? So you have to be careful. Well, and they have phones there. I mean, they have but phones like, there, but not, like they're not like texting, texting or, or anything, right. you know, but down there. So down there, you, everybody's paying attention. Yeah. And like that doesn't focused. mean that somebody doesn't have a, a phone in their hand, but here we, I believe that the U S has gotten to the point that we, we feel like we are always protected. There's stoplights like down there. There's not even a lot of stoplights. It's a lot mm-hmm. of it's a lot of um, roundabouts, yeah, yeah. roundabouts, you know, a lot of stuff like that. And I mean, it's and it it looks like complete they chaos use, when people are driving, yeah, but you, they don't wreck. And yeah. there's only like one one stoplight, yeah, yeah. But see, then how, like, El Salvador has a shit ton of other issues. Like no. we're not going to gloss over that. No, either, no, right? it doesn't. And, it and did if we compare, six years ago. Yeah, and if we compare 
El Salvador to the U.S. in terms of economy, in terms of safety. It's in safer terms of today than anywhere, any yeah. major city in the U.S., El Salvador. Is really? Yes. And so, like, what I'm saying is, like, it is just so crazy seeing all the differences between all the countries. Mm -hmm. I think Finland is still the number one country or something mm -hmm. like that in the world, I think. Yeah. It was like, I don't know, that was a couple of years ago that I looked at that. But it is just, just so crazy, the differences between countries. Like, I was having the same conversation with somebody that just yesterday, too. We were talking about how in Mexico, for instance, um, like... Uh, water and electricity are considered basic human rights. So here, if you don't pay your water or electricity bill, you get it turned off, right? right. Um, in Mexico, if you don't pay the water and electricity bill, you don't pay it. That's it. Like, you should pay. You should pay once a year, but tons of people go without paying. And it's fine. Nobody gets it shut off oh. because it's a basic human right. Mm. And then, like, you come to the States... And that's so different. Yeah. yeah. And then you also look at Mexico as a country. And I mean, they have a lot of other issues. They got some stuff right. Yeah. And it's just so crazy to see the different disparities mm -hmm. between all the countries. Like, it's yeah. like you might have something good, but then you got something else that's not good. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and it's that's like, just, how that's do you, how do you like, yeah, it's like, like how do you like nature. find that right yeah. balance? And that, and that, that's the thing is, is like, it, I think we spend too much time worrying about that. Mm. Like, like if, if we just all spent that time each individually just being good people, mm -hmm. like all the, a lot of that stuff would just come natural. But we're spending, we've got activists and organizations trying to force their opinions and their ideas down society's throats. Mm -hmm. and, and in reality, like there's, there's only a handful of things in life that really matter. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like we need food, we need water. Mm, you know, mm -hmm. love's a pretty cool thing. Like, I mean, there, there's, there's. Well, also, like, if we go back down to psychology, that's what it is. Like, if we yeah, go yeah. to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, mm -hmm. those are the things that we need to be focusing on. Yeah, right? yeah. And yeah. love and shelter and safety, yeah. food, all of well, that and, is and, what and we re need. And religion. <laughs> I mean, like, so I grew up, I grew up Christian. I'm still Christian. I'm a believer. But the, the thing is, is that, like, uh, like there's people that have like such a strong anti-Christianity viewpoint. And I, and I never really understood that because I mean, trust me, there's a lot of really crappy Christians, horrible human mm, beings mm -hmm. out there, like just poor people, like just people that I would never want to leave my kids around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, but, but that can be said for any group of anybody. Yeah, like, yeah. but the thing is, is like, how could you be against something that, you know, the basic, you know, fundamental thing is, mm -hmm. you know, the Ten Commands, but they're all pretty, I don't think anybody disagrees with it. You know, like, we do these good things, and we treat people how we want to be treated, and we, you know, we don't steal, and we don't covet somebody else's wife, and we, like, these are not bad rules. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of the people that practice them are crappy people, mm. you know, and so they've kind of ruined it for, yeah. for a lot of the people, yeah. but I, th I think that we got away from you know, I think religion was a huge piece of of America, and now everybody's like, "Oh, I don't want to." But you know what? Everybody has their religion, mm -hmm. it, it, like whether it's a god they pray to or or yeah. what. Right. There's something they worship. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It could be TikTok. I don't know. <laughs> like, but yeah, but speaking, yeah. you know, this. <laughs> well, you know, that's a great conversation. 
so we're gonna we're gonna go to the next con- i'm gonna <laughs> cut you off right now <laughs> you should you should <laughs> i mean we could go like on and on and on because we're a great you didn't know you were recording six podcasts tonight, <laughs> did you? that's what we're doing exactly so dusty's gonna ask you some lightning round questions oh boy. so we do this at the every Me, end of our podcast well, you started off like well it's lightning round time it's i need lightning <laughs> I'll, I'll start it i'll start it while you do that then i'll start it while you do that then I'm s- um so the lightning round is a fun portion that we started to add at the end of the every episode so it's just it's meant to be like these quick type of questions you're going to tell us what you think and they're fun okay um and you're going to tell us why and then we're going to move on to the next question so that's what lightning round is um so first question if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Oh. We don't put a lot of thought into these. Okay. They're kind of fun. Okay. <laughs> superpower, what would it be? Um, you just want a mezcal, right? Yeah. Okay. That's all. <laughs> you only poured mezcal in that drink? That's what he said with ice. <laughs> I think this guy wanted something too. Do you want some? He wanted only mezcal too, apparently. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know what you wanted. What you want in turn? Same. The ability to forget. Oh, the ability to forget. Okay, tell us why. Well, I don't know. Like, I think a lot of your problems come from like hanging on to things that happened Mm. in the past, or and they could be good, they could be bad. But like, yeah, like to forget and move on. Oh, like almost like start from scratch every time. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Like if I chose to, like I don't want to like just forget everything because there's certain things I want (laughs) to. Here you're like I don't want dementia. I'm not choosing (laughs) to have dementia. Right. Right. I already have that enough. Like I (laughs) literally have to use an iPad when I perform because I can't remember the songs that I write. Yeah. Okay. So choosing. Got it. Okay. Um, What is your favorite song to perform live? Uh, Right now it is. So there. So now I'm kind of tossed because I love "Son of a Sinner." Uh-huh. Jelly Roll. Okay. Um, but uh, we just started doing the Tyler Childers song, um, Feathered Indians. And I really like doing that one, too. Ooh, okay. And it, it's completely two totally different types of songs. But uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It does change, though. Okay. What conspiracy theory do you believe in? I think there's, I think there's life outside of Earth. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think we're super arrogant to think that we're the yeah. only ones here. Like, uh, I mean, are you kidding yeah. me? Like, yeah, I think the same way. Have you heard yeah. the uh, recent news that has been coming out? What's the recent news? What's it, what? On the the one in the, L- the like the like whistleblower dude that has been yeah. like he's like uh, you know the government's got like twelve UFO spaceships and they have alien bodies. Oh, yeah. Dude, they're so, they're yeah, yeah. Didn't you guys hear aliens. that the microwaves are aliens? I, are I alien technology? I think they are. <laughs> I yeah, like that. There's like a whole <laughs> conspiracy theory th- around that too. That microwaves are alien technology. Well, and like the whole like the birds. That was a long thing. ass time ago. <laughs> like the what? The, the birds bir- stuff. Birds are just like birds are birds. the spies. Uh, the spy. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, that one's kind of cool. Off. I love I love I love birds, but you know sometimes I'm like, wait, dude, what are you? Like, yeah, are you what real? What are you? Yeah, yeah. Why <laughs> like the fuck keep, are you flying You keep around coming here. over here and uh, looking funny at me and like, okay, what are you recording right now? Yeah. Have you ever ran into any owls? Hazel, stop doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have. I have. Well, I actually held, held a little baby owl. Aww. Yeah, one got uh, 
this was a long time ago, but they're they're interesting creatures. Yeah, mm. yeah. I believe mermaids are real. Like Do what? I believe mermaids are real. That's my favorite conspiracy theory that I believe in. <laughs> I mean, mermaids. Yeah. No, not pretty mermaids. You have like the hair for it. Scary. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yes. No, no, scary, gross. Like the Fish-like ones that you see people. on the TikToks and they're like, we just saw this crawl up. Uh, and it's yeah, like yeah. this like <laughs> alien looking yes. mermaid. Yeah. yeah. No. We have some alien looking type fish. You I, know? Not I, a hot mermaid. Yeah, not no. a hot mermaid. That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is your favorite singer of all time? Himself. <laughs> uh, Luciana Paparotti. Ah. Uh. I, I mean, I think, like, as far as, like, a vocal, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, for vocal power and all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. If you could switch lives with anyone for a day, who would it be and Ronald why? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan? Yeah. Okay. Tell us why. I, I don't know. I just think it'd be cool. Like, he was an actor. He's president. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, he knew if there was aliens or not. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah. He came back to that. Yeah, yeah a lot of that stuff started there with, yeah, yeah. like, all the microwave he stuff. He had good jokes. <laughs> yeah, he had great jokes. Like, he the did? best jokes of any yeah. president. <laughs> oh, no. So, totally, go on YouTube and Google just Ronald Reagan jokes. The dude was, like, a yeah. audience captivator. Yes. <laughs> whether it, Regardless of whether you agree with the politics or whatever, uh-huh. like, that, you cannot deny that he was, like, he was charismatic. He, he was so witty too. Like yeah. just yeah. Anyway. So as, as it turns out, I can be president of the United yes, States. Yes, you can. <laughs> I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> 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 All right. What's the most adventurous thing you've ever done? When I was in New Zealand in 2000, I was in Queenstown, mm-hmm. and it was the place where they. Um, commercialized bungee jumping so it was the first place that like actually did it as a sport like Mm -hmm. you um and so i'm terrified of heights Mm -hmm. and my buddy like i don't know what word he used but basically called me a chicken yeah yeah he called you a pussy i don't even know if it was that (laughs) i can't i can't remember recall but whatever it was it was like oh i've got to do this now you know so I bungee jumped. <gasps> That's scary. And um and it was it was a blizzard. Mm-hmm. Like <gasps> they it didn't start snowing until about five minutes before I was out there. And bungee it, jumping? Pour, it was coming down so hard. My sweat I had a sweat kind of a sweatshirt on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um it was it was a wet snow. Uh-huh. And it was starting to get colder and starting to freeze, but my, my sweater was soaked. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you go up on this metal platform, and as soon as I s- stepped on it, my foot slips, and I'm like, <gasps> I'm, you know, I'm like 150 or 160 feet over a river. Uh-huh. Like a roaring river. Oh, you my know, God. Like, and, yeah, so anyway, but it was also one of the coolest things I ever did. But I was terrible. I, I was so scared. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, bungee jumping is like so where you scared. bounce back up, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. so so here's the yeah. thing. There was this little blow-up like raft down there with a guy who had this long PVC pole. Uh-huh. And his job was to get – because I'm, I'm doing it over a river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So his job is to get you – you know, once you stop bouncing, get you off of the bungee and all this. And mm-hmm. so I'm already free. I mean, I'm like – I feel like I'm getting ready to – die i oh mean it God. was yeah, hypothermia yeah. setting in yeah. freezing yeah. and um i'm pretty wet 
and I get I get down into the raft. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I get down into the raft and he goes, so I'm I'm down and he goes, Okay, you can you need to lay back now. And so I lay back and the raft has like four inches Mm -hmm. of freezing water in the (laughs) bottom of it. You're like I'm not gonna get fucking warm. I'm, I was so, I was soaked. So I literally I'm I'm walking like it's it's a mile or so up mm-hmm. these like winding path to get backed up back up to the top. Mm-hmm. And I had my shirt I took my shirt off yeah. because I was I was soaking wet and I was freezing. Yeah. yeah. And they had the bus heater on me. Um, we were in a bus and I I sat in that thing and then the hotel room for like three hours with what? the heat on the highest level it could get before I thawed out. What? <laughs> you didn't even get into like hot water. I'm not water sure. Or I don't. No, no. I mean, it, the hot water felt like my skin was burning. Uh, you know, like yeah, it was yeah. like because I was fro- I was just frozen. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. was like like it was it was funny because my the original problem was I'm scared of heights and I was bungee jumping. But it turned into the worst part about that was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the freezing cold water yeah, in the almost blizzard. Almost dying. No yeah. big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. What was your most embarrassing hairstyle? Uh, okay, so <laughs> several years ago, Ty Marcel was at um, uh, Elements. It used to be right here in Old Town. It's not mm-hmm. there anymore. It's it's still a hair place, I think, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was at WB and they were actually one of my advertising clients and yeah. it wasn't Ty that did my hair, but I, I decided I wanted to do the whole bleach thing. Yeah. You know, I wanted to go <laughs> platinum. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so <laughs> I go in there after work, I go in there after work. So this is probably 23, 24 years ago. You uh-huh. know? I go in after work a little early, maybe four o'clock. Um, I left at 11. Yeah. Because the first round came out and it was like fire engine orange. Yeah. That happens. Was your heart, was your hair dark? No, nope. same, same as it is now. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, um, they had exactly. to do it three or four times. Like and oh yeah, that was, so that was the look <laughs> I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but so anyway, the my my scalp burned from all the chemicals. Oh, yeah. So my literally my whole burn, scalp yeah. was burning. Three days later, it was all scab. Ugh. It was it was bad. Like it was bad. So the reason I brought up Ty is that, that they brought him over because he was like the good one mm-hmm. um, to try to figure out how to fix my hair. Mm-hmm. But they they did it, and, and then your also scalp. and my scalp. My so my scalp was my hair was dry, so dry. Like for for months, it was it was like completely just chemically burned. (laughs) (laughs) But I tell, I wish I had a picture to show you because Zach ain't got nothing on what I look. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what, Zach Efron can't sing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Yeah. Zach Efron can't sing. I didn't know that. Yeah, on High School Musical, he was just basically the puppet. What? Mm Hmm. You know, a, a lot of our recording artists, most popular recording artists, are still the same way. They yeah. can't sing. Yeah, yeah they I, can't sing. He can't sing. Like, the, I remember so I watched. What wa- you're saying is that I also still have a shot to be a singer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I opened up for, I'm not going to name the band, but mm-hmm. I opened up for a fairly popular band. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was amazed mm-hmm. that uh, how much they, they spent 20 some years doing this for a living. 
Like from a vocal standpoint, not from the band. The band was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you know, that's so a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. A lot of auto yeah. You can do a lot of stuff. <laughs> like you guys are actually going to be able to take this podcast and make it sound cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can yeah, do that. Yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. <laughs> Even with me here, so that I mean that's the thing. It's no different in music. <laughs> True. True. Um, what is your most memorable fan story? Wait, fan? Yeah, memorable fan story. Either you like, as a fan like, like or a fan of yours. Yes. Uh, and it could include something that Hazel did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I, can, I will This tell is your you chance what. to embarrass her. I will tell you what. Hazel, no. Hazel, um, <laughs> I, I'm going to say that my, I'm, I'm a huge fan of her. So Aww. she does get up and sing a couple of songs occasionally whenever I decide to call her up. Yeah. And um, and it's always so cool because, I mean, first she's hot. So <laughs> you like, but she, she also is, sings yes. very well. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a little humbling when she's done. And the most noise that's been made <laughs> is always after Hazel sings, <laughs> you know, like all night long. I'm I like, mean, but I, but I love hot. it. And people, people tell me, they're like, why doesn't she sing more? But I'm like, you know what? I love the fact that she comes up, does one or two, maybe three songs. It's mm. special. Like if she did it all yeah, night, it wouldn't true. be special. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it would yeah. be, oh, Hazel's singing mm-hmm. still. Like when I sing, like it's, yeah. you know, over a long period of time. So it's it's like that little sprinkle of, yeah. hey, we're going to change things up. Nobody, I mean, if you've never seen us play, you don't know what's going to happen. If mm-hmm. you've seen us play, you know that it might happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it might not, because I just look at and kind of try to judge what mood she's in. <laughs> and she never knows when it's going to happen. Oh, you that's know. awesome. You're like, not right now. <laughs> yeah. Not right now. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. days where I'm like, yeah, and don't she's, call me up. I'm not in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, and I don't. But that's a, I mean, that's a pretty cool fan thing. But I... You know, I, I, I will say, can I go further? Yeah. yeah okay, so this isn't really a fan thing, but, you know, back in um, back in the days in the Sex and the City days mm-hmm. when that show was just I super love hot. Sex and the and City. then uh, Northern, Still, well, yeah. we're talking about the show. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm talking oh, about the show, okay. too. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, I love both. I, I love both. Around. <laughs> <laughs> I love both. <laughs> She enjoys her nights. <laughs> so, <laughs> I consider myself a Samantha. <laughs> so I had this. So I had. I was on a flight. I was working. I was heading to Nashville, and I was on this flight with um, John Corbett. Mm-hmm. So he was the dude from in Sex and the City, and then on Northern mm-hmm. Northern Exposure, I think was the other show he did. Mm-hmm. And then up. he had just recently put out a country album, which yeah. wasn't that mm-hmm. good. Okay. But anyway, so if you, yeah, look up John Corbett. There he is. Um, Him? Yeah. Oh, um, what's his name? Aiden or something <laughs> yeah, like that? Yeah, I think that was his name. Aiden? I can't remember. Yeah. So I'm on this plane and I'm, I look over like, so he's my aisle partner. Like he's sitting uh-huh. right here and he's all leathered up. He's got like, he, he looks like a biker almost. You yeah. Know? yeah. And he's got his, his beat up guitar bag with his guitar right there with him. And I recognized him, but I'm not like a, a fanboy, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was a huge fan of that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I just, I looked over at him and I was like, what kind of guitar you play? 
mm-hmm. you know, like, and so I think he really loved the fact that I wasn't like, Hey, you want an autograph, you know, yeah. take a picture mm-hmm. with me yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And we, we literally talked about guitars for the next hour and a half or where, however long it was. Yeah. And so, so we get to Nashville and I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm walking to the luggage to get my luggage and he walks up right next to me and we're, and we still keep talking. Mm-hmm. And then my friend who I'm going to see, who works at an art at an, at the time she worked at an artist agency mm-hmm. and she calls. And so I'm on the phone with her. He's standing right here. And all of a sudden I hear all these like teenage girl screams <laughs> and they just swarm over there. Yeah. And so my friend Michelle is on the phone going, what's going on? And I was like, I don't, and I didn't know his name. So yeah, I, yeah. I just knew I was like, he's, I couldn't remember his real name. Yeah. Yeah. That's and Aiden. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm I don't know. Aiden right now. Yeah. What, what do you mean? What are you doing? <laughs> you so, want me to invite him over? Yeah. 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 He said that he's down to get a drink. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I go, I go, well, I don't, I don't know, but the, the dude from sex in the city that just did a, a country album yeah is here we've been talking on the plane and we're talking right now and everybody's trying to get his autograph and they're like oh john (laughs) and i was like yeah and she goes tell him uh tell him mitch said hi (laughs) and i was like how the fuck you know him (laughs) right what and and i turn over i'm like hey mitch says hi and she he goes you know mitch (laughs) small world are we going to the same party (laughs) like i was like okay this is weird and she so anyway like long story short she repped she repped him at the artist agency so they they were close and he was coming to town and we were possibly going to the same event that night yeah yeah anyway that is so crazy it was kind of a funny little fan story yeah yeah that's a good story damn oh shit okay all right so we have one more well this yeah this one's a little hard or no we're skipping that one oh let's go okay let's do it just do okay do the number nine okay so um we normally try to send this out ahead of time but we'd love to hear you try to sound it off now if you had to pick three songs for your life anthem what would they be and why songs not artists and not albums songs not artists not albums we didn't let people choose albums and they were upset about that. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go back to my Southern Baptist roots, Ooh. and I would say there's a couple of hymns. I'll fly away, would be one. And I don't know why this next one just came to my head, but it's here. I go again. Um, is that the name of the song? What White Snake. Here I go again on oh, my own. Yeah. I don't know why. Like I, I just yeah. like it just has a cool beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and then did you say three? Yeah, you mm-hmm. can do tr- one more. Three. Um Man, I don't know. That that that's that's hard. You're allowed to do two then, we'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> that is hard because I didn't get to think yeah. about it. Like yeah. like I mean the the thing is is like my 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 songs and love for songs changes you know mm-hmm. like you asked earlier what's my favorite song to perform it's like yeah. a mood like, isn't like, it like yeah, a mood. yeah yeah like yeah. son of a sinner is i love performing it right now mm-hmm. prior to that it was cover me up mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i i would say 
I would say it, yeah, it changes depending on the mm-hmm. you know place you are in life right now. Yeah. 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 Well, good. But good. I'll fly away, definitely. Definitely. Me too. That's yeah. a good life. Life <laughs> yeah. anthem. Okay. So this last question is our way of almost wrapping up, but also, um, you know, we've now heard a little bit about your story, your passions, your interests, and your disinterests also. <laughs> yep. um, tell us and our listeners, how can everyone find you and the red, uh, Dirt Red Misfits? And also, how can we support you? Um. I mean, you know, so we don't do the whole website stuff. We've got a, the at Dirt Road Misfits is our handle mm-hmm. <laughs> on Facebook. So it's Jared Brown and the Dirt Road Misfits. But mm-hmm. if you just typed in at Dirt Road Misfits, it's it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you can find us on Snapchat, Pornhub, OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, it's, 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 that's it's how we free. support them. That's how we support them, yeah. y'all. <laughs> yeah. um, so I would say that. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. He was making signals no. to us. I was like, like, what do you want? I, I mean, I, I recognize the signal. I, I recognize it. I, I, recognize. Like, I thought he was trying to turn down. I'm like, because no. I'm well, for a minute. loud. Yeah, yeah. He, he's always telling us that we're like, too loud or temp- some other yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like, what do you want? Like, I know he's speaking to me. I know it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, so going back to, Actually, I know you guys guy. are having fun, you know. Like, yeah. No, no, but tell I, us how we can support you. No, I, I would say that, like, the biggest support is just, like, just support local music. Mm. You know? I mean, I don't, I, I would love, I would love support mm-hmm. with Pass our band. Down, take it but I don't, <laughs> I, I would love more that for just people to support, you know, mm-hmm. support local music, right. local restaurants, yep. local grocery stores, local everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's hard. Like we go out. I get asked so many times, can you hey, can you do this gig for three hundred and fifty dollars? I'm like, like all six up. of us, mm-hmm. you know, we've got yeah. five okay. band members and a and a sound guy. Yeah. And and they think, oh, well, you go there and you set up. It's three hours. Um, no, yep. it's like sometimes like there's places I go, I have to set up so early to, to avoid the dinner crowd. By the end of the day, it's a 12 hour day, yeah. you know, and um, and, and, you know, Dusty, I mean, like the you, you have an art, you have a craft like we're getting paid for the time that we've spent in our life to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Not we're not getting paid for the moment that we're here on stage. Yep. Yeah. Like we've yeah. invested a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of everything. Yep. And and <laughs> you know, we go out and make 100 bucks playing a 4-hour gig that's actually 7 or 8 hours. Mm-hmm. You know, and each one of us drove our own vehicle. Yeah. And you know, it it's it's expensive and so i the support would be go see shows Mm. follow us on online and you know when you get out there throw a tip in the bucket or send a venmo or something for Mm. a tip you know i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's nice people tend not to do that when it's a band yeah like i can go and make more money on tips than the venue's paying me if i'm solo or a duo but when there's a band it's like no it's i don't know if it's like an intimidation thing or like they don't think you need it or whatever but when it's a full band it's like that's when you really need there's like 30 30 dollars in the tip jar and i can go 
play solo and have 300. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just it's a weird thing. Yeah. But yeah, like the band is what costs the money, you know? Yeah. Like I've got to go put new tires on the trailer. I've got a sound system. I've got you yeah. know, you got thousands and thousands of dollars invested in equipment. Yeah. We often joke every time we look at our balance in our bank Wait. account right now. <laughs> we're like, y'all, we can afford, we can finally afford tune on this podcast. <laughs> 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 He's finally a part of the team. <laughs> but, All right, guys. Well, but, no, Jared, I appreciate you coming <laughs> to our podcast. At the end, we always do a cheers. Yes. So oh. it's in Spanish, just to let you know. But, I mean, uh, you're used to it. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> para arriba. Para arriba. Pa abajo, pa pa centro y pa dentro. Here's to you. Here's to you. Here's to you. Thank you guys. You were awesome.